Are you feeling stuck, lost, tired, or uninspired? We've all been there, including myself. I'm Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you that the best, unapologetic, and limitless version of yourself is yet to come. The Born Unbreakable podcast is here to inspire just that. With motivating guests from all different walks of life and around the world, their stories will empower you to unlock abundance and your unbreakable spirit. Do you need accountability? Reach out to me for a free consultation of how I can support you in reaching your maximum potential. This episode is brought to you by Korma Date Coffee, the healthy alternative to coffee. This delicious date coffee has the health benefits of giving you natural energy, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, and fiber. Best of all, Korma is caffeine-free. No jitters, no anxiety, and no afternoon crash. Go to KormaCafe.com, that's K-O-R-M-A-C-A-F-E.com, and enter discount code BORNUNBREAKABLE at checkout to get 10% off your order. Welcome to another episode of the Born Unbreakable podcast. We're here in 2022, January, new beginnings. It's just, it's so exciting. And I couldn't be more excited about my guest, Kimberly Smith. She is a resilience and life transition coach who works with women and entrepreneurs and moms on building confidence, resiliency, and strength and clarity as they move to live their best lives. She is the founder of Encompass Coaching. So we're going to talk about so much today, including things like mindset, you know, and what, what is it, what does it take for busy people to sustain a mindset that allows them to thrive, especially as we get a lot of pressure in the beginning of a year, thinking about our goals, thinking about what we need to accomplish, and the fact that most people wear multiple hats. You know, they're a parent, they could be a partner, they are a colleague, they are a friend. And so overwhelm can be a big part of what people experience quickly as they're moving into things like goals and and things like that. So Kimberly, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be with me. Of course, it's my pleasure. I'm so happy to be here. I'm just, yeah, I'm thrilled to be able to dig into content like mindset. But, you know, before we go there, I'd love to learn a little bit about your story. So your background and then how you arrived into this incredible transformational space to coach people. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, my story, Daz, is not unique, really. I mean, I grew up kind of checking the boxes of adulthood and what I thought would really bring me to success and happiness and contentment and fulfillment. And so, yeah, you know, got my education, got married, bought a house, became a mother, had a great career. I mean, literally perfect on paper life. And I found myself after becoming a mother dealing with a lot of overwhelm, a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, and feeling like I was in over my head for sure. And because, you know, I got married, you know, probably on the younger side. Um, I was 26 when I got married. And by the time I was 30, I was a mom. I owned multiple properties, was working for a, um, you know, a very high-end luxury property in Florida um, as a recruiting manager. So had a very fast-paced life. And while it was a great life, um, something was missing. There was definitely a lot missing, actually. And um, my health started suffering. Like I said, I started having anxiety attacks, panic attacks, which, you know, I'll be honest, I've always maybe been a little bit of an anxious uh, soul looking back now. Um, but this was out of the ordinary, for sure. It raised a red flag. I went to my doctor. He asked me if I was under any stress, and I was like, absolutely. I'm a new mom. I live in a new state. I have all this stuff going on. My husband has a really serious career, and I was kind of a stay I was kind of a single mom from day one, really, when I was a mom. He, his job didn't allow him to disconnect uh, 
you know, of course, then I was kind of managing everything. There was just a lot of balls in the air all at once. And, you know, we tried to make some changes with our lifestyle. We ended up moving back to Houston, Texas to be closer to family. Um, You know, that was another thing. We had no support network. I had no support Mm -hmm. network, little time to make real friendships other than the ones that I had at my job. And I I was lonely. You know, there was a a big piece of my life was just, there was something missing, like I said. So we came back to Houston, tried to put the pieces back together. And, you know, things got worse before they got better. (laughs) I'll say that. It was definitely messy. Mm. And, you know, I... I had to get creative. You know, I had gone on medication for a period of time to help cope with the anxiety. And while I think modern medicine is wonderful and absolutely has a place in mental health, it wasn't something that I wanted to personally use as a solution long term. And my life kept getting more stressful. The medicine wasn't working as well. I was kind of up against this wall like, what do I do? And that's when I really had to look inside myself and get creative in terms of what other resources I had um, and could deploy and what I could do differently to manage the stress that was in my life, to manage my mindset so that I could feel happier, so that I could be more productive, so that I could feel more aligned and just true to myself every single day. Uh, And you know, my career was in recruiting and staffing. Uh, I spent 10 years. helping people in various industries move from one opportunity to the next, which is amazing. And kind of as my life was shifting personally, my life was also shifting professionally. I found it was, I had worked for this amazing place in Florida and then coming back to Houston, nobody could really hold a candle to them basically. And it it was challenging to find a place that I felt I fit in. I could have longevity and I was laid off a couple times. So I was very frustrated by life in general. You know, I was kind of angry at things <laughs> for sure. And mm-hmm. um, then amongst my personal shifts, I took some time off. I took a hiatus to really think about what I wanted, what I needed on both sides of the fence, personally and professionally, because they they overlap. You know, we carry our personal lives into our work. We carry our work into our personal lives sometimes. And people kept coming to me, asking me to help them with their resumes, to help prepare them for an interview, to give them guidance on a job search. And I thought, hey, <laughs> I could I could turn my skills into a business here, right? So that's just what I did. You know, I started a a business randomly amongst the other chaos that my life was still going through. And it was on the foundation of career coaching. And not long before that, I actually heard about life coaching. And it was actually on a podcast that I heard about life coaching. And I had already thought about going and getting my certification. So after I got my certification, things just really came together organically. And mm-hmm. here I am. That is, there was clarity in the chaos. For sure. You know, yeah, right? Sure. And, and you know, I, I love hearing your story because I feel like we can all relate to this challenging dynamic that we face in life where things look really good on paper we are doing the things that you do to achieve and to to have others go, yes, you are doing it. But when the alignment on the inside isn't there, there is still this search for feeling the true sense of wholeness and the true sense of purpose. And you were able to you know, have that light bulb moment of I can take this need that people have and actually turn it into something that I can make a business out of and thrive in a space where I can bring it all together. Yeah. That's it's amazing. I mean, it was scary. I never, I never thought that amongst all of that, that I would decide to start a business. And I got to say it was refreshing 
it was refreshing because there was nobody judging me. There was nobody. It was really just me experimenting. I saw it as this experiment of, okay, we'll see what happens. And yeah, I kept an open mind. You know, of course, I, I took some contract positions here and there as my business was growing to, you know, sustain my income. And I think we always we pick up something new wherever we go. And it was a, a it was definitely a critical time though, because prior to that, I think I had been very much defined by my career and who I was as this working professional. And mm-hmm. then after that, it was I had this detachment. You know, I I yeah. think we're we're all kind of taught to find a job and be there as long as we can and be loyal and have that tenure with the company and and we'll be rewarded for that. And while that was something I valued for a really long time, I didn't necessarily see the same loyalty from the organizations that I worked for. You know, I didn't see with, with exception of the the one, you know, entity in Florida, it pretty much seemed like there was this, you know, revolving door of, of people who came in and then left and the employers didn't really have a vested interest in the growth of their people. Uh, And, you know, that's something that I still see. I think uh, since the pandemic, people have been, uh, had a lot less patience for it, which is great. (laughs) Um, They've decided there's definitely a strong movement happening now of, of people, saying that, you know, this way of life isn't working for them. They need more flexibility. They need more, they need more from their employers. And employers, I think, are hearing that conversation. And you see more of them making yeah. uh, really valiant efforts to improve their culture and uh, you know, support their team members in creative ways, which I think is excellent. Uh, but yeah, it was it was just a really nice time to experiment and um get get creative again and let those creative juices start flowing, which I think they had really been stifled by corporate America and my place there. Mm-hmm. I, As much as I tried to be authentic, there, there's definitely limits to what I think most people feel they can show in their day-to-day job. They don't feel like they can be them true selves. They don't feel like they can speak up when on some of these hard topics that come to the table. They don't feel like they can disagree with people amongst us in that meeting setting, you know, it's, it can be challenging. There's definitely a lot of challenges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree with that more. Um, and I think that to your point about, you know, the time that we're in, in this pandemic, despite the, the obvious, which is the challenges that this kind of thing brings to society, to our culture, to the world, is I do think it has forced us to push the envelope when it comes to our our needs as human beings, which is the the desire for flexibility, mm-hmm. you know, the the uh, the ability to have a little bit more latitude in achieving goals, you know, for your personal life and your professional life, which I think have been merged together more than ever. Because for a lot of people, that's meant working from home. And therefore, you cannot separate (laughs) things in the same way as you might have been able to do when you were driving to a physical space other than your home. So you can have that distinction between I am here, I am working, and then later I will go home. So many people have had to determine, you know, okay, I'm working on this hour, attending to, you know, my kids on this hour, going back to work on this hour. I mean, it's it's a lot more fluid. It's a lot more dynamic. And I do think that it's more beneficial than not because it has helped us to realize that we we can evolve, we can have resiliency and and doing things different and creativity and having ingenuity when limits are placed on us like a pandemic. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I think yeah, all of that. I mean, what has come out of this is a new way of life and it's scary. I think a lot of people including myself, were resistant to it for the beginning stages. And 
there was a lot of, you know, you were relying on Zoom, you know, we can't meet up in person. Um, like you said, the the boundaries between work and home are very much blurred. And now we have to be more diligent in setting those boundaries and creating a aligned yet flexible structure for us to operate within mm-hmm. where we can still be productive and, you know, meet the needs of our families and then also meet the needs of, you know, doing meaningful work in the world and, you know, obviously supporting our our, our fellow team members and colleagues if we're working in, a, you know, for an organization or a formal employer um, or just, you know, helping your own business grow if you're an entrepreneur. I mean, it is – I have learned a lot absolutely throughout the pandemic um, and innovation is key. It is, you know, mm-hmm. what we have today or this week or this month or whatever, right? It might be sustainable now, but there mm-hmm. may come a point in time where we outgrow that and things start to get uncomfortable and we start to get frustrated. And I'll tell you, frustration is transformative in itself, right? You get frustrated mm-hmm. enough, you're going to be like, okay, I got to change or something has to change. Something yeah. has to give or something's going to break in those scenarios. So, yeah, yeah it's it's definitely all about yeah. innovation. I always, I always say, yeah, it's like it's either, it's either discomfort and pain or opportunity mm. that pushes you into a new direction of change. So it brings me to a question that I want to ask you, which is I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, it's the beginning of the year. So it is a natural place where we may be ambitious in terms of saying, okay, the past is the past. I, you know, last year is what it was and now it's time for me to look ahead and look at what do I want to accomplish? How do I want to do that? But in, in that same vein, there is the possibility of overwhelm. Mm. And, and, and trying the best that we can to prevent burnout. So by the time it's March, we're not so, you know, entrenched in too many things that now we're, we've set ourselves backwards instead of having this nice pace of, you know, productivity yet balance. So I imagine that people are coming to you trying to work through those kinds of things like overwhelm and burnout, you know, what are some of the things that you help folks with as they are trying to attack those kinds of challenges in this crazy world we live in? Sure. Yeah. I mean, Coach does things really boil down to three items when it comes to working with my clients. Typically, mindset, energy, and daily strategy. Your mindset and your energy impact your daily strategy and your, and I call them success strategies, right? That need to be sustainable and supportive for you to feel good every day, right? And those also impact your energy and your mindset. So they work on top of each other. And, you know, you think about it, we're not taught how to manage our mind. We're not taught how to manage our mindset as a, you know, when we're young or even a, a, even a, a, even in college, even when things start to get more complicated or we move into adulthood in any way, shape or form, there's no resources built into any curriculum that I've ever gone through about how to manage your mindset and stress and anxiety or how detrimental it is to our health. And it absolutely is. Mm-hmm. And then connected to that, of course, is our energy, right? We we are not – we don't have endless energy. We have capacity. We have a certain amount of mental, physical, emotional energy every single day. And we have to be very mindful and intentional about how we allocate that and where we allocate that to. So – on the topic of overwhelm, especially as we're moving into this new year, I, I hear it a lot that the goal setting process just is too overwhelming. They don't want to do it, you know. And <clears throat> to that, number one, I think that a lot of people have pandemic fatigue going on right now. And mm-hmm. 
to and and while I absolutely compa- I have a ton of compassion for that because there have been a lot of moving parts there are still a lot of moving parts we also need to disengage from some of that right we really need to have a firm boundary between this pandemic and the fear that it produces and also our own life we need to have some strong borders for self-preservation. It's been two years almost. I'm not going to, I don't want to give any more of my time away to the pandemic. It's there. Mm -hmm. We're in it. We're living through it. We're figuring it out together. And this is, this very well may be part of our life. You know, if it's not this, it's going to be something else, right? We look back over the years, there's all there's been lots of health scares internationally, right? From SARS to Zika mm-hmm. to you name it. There's always been something and we've always figured it out. So let yeah. that be a comforting thought, right? And also that, it, you know, to me, it's not an excuse to not set goals or not want more for yourself. It's even more of a reason to want to have something mm-hmm. else that's positive to focus on and to put your energy towards, which can only yeah. give you more energy, right? When we put energy into the things that we love or the things that make us feel good, we actually get more energy back. When we put them into mm-hmm. things that don't feel good, we feel drained. We feel burned out. We feel exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. So it well, and it is, and and I think that negative energy is de- or, or negative things are depleting. So, so to your point about you know that you know it's that whole concept of your thoughts become your feelings, and your feelings become your action, and then that is your existence. And so, I, I know personally, it's. I've made a commitment to, you know, a while ago related to your point about mindset that I wouldn't sit and watch the news for hours and hours. I know it's there. I know information is important for us to acquire, but I choose to get information in ways that are are more succinct and I, I'm limiting the amount of time on something that is going to be energy depleting, not energy fueling, Correct. you know, but that is challenging because you have to be in, to me, I think you have to be intentional about that because it's ever present wherever you, where you go. And now it's, it's not only is it, okay, well, I could turn the TV off let's say your social media, even if you're people like us who use it for business, it's there too. So you can't escape these things, but I think you can manage Mm -hmm. these things. Oh, absolutely. And I think when it comes to information, especially around the pandemic, I think we all can agree that nothing is concrete these days. It's always changing. Mm -hmm. So what you hear or see today may be completely irrelevant and gone tomorrow. And so why would I want to give my energy away to that? Why would I want to give my power away? Why would I want to give my brain capacity away to that? I have things right here in front of me and so does everybody else that they need that are much better served by your energy, right? That that mm-hmm. need your energy, Um So yeah, I mean, at the precipice of this new year, we, you know, I always get excited about the new year. I love setting goals. That wasn't always the case. (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. And I do, it's a little scary. It can be, right? And I think that people fall into a couple buckets. I, I know that, I know a lot of people are overwhelmed because number one, they have so much to do. They want, they feel like they want to do so much. They, so sometimes our, even our good ambitions can weigh heavily on us and we can feel like, mm-hmm. gosh, how do I organize this? Where do I start? How am I going to get it all done? To that I say, number one, setting goals is not about getting it all done. Setting goals is about personal growth, 
no matter how small or how big. And it's also about staying connected to who you are. It's about living a life awake, consciously, intentionally. That is awesome. I think that's just such a an important point because there's a difference between awake and autopilot. Correct. You know what I mean? Autopilot is so easy because you do things almost without thinking. It's like, well, I've always done things this way. This is just what you do. It might not be aligned with what you feel, but it's comfortable because it's just what you know. And I think your point about personal growth is so is so critical. And and um, goal setting is just that, it's the process that enables us to grow. So, you know, going back to what I think is such a foundational element of what you said, because you said mindset, energy, and daily strategy. What are some of the things that you do to get to mindset with your clients so that it is something consistent that they can manage to be able to get their goals accomplished and their dreams achieved? (laughs) Sure. Well, you know, mindset is is a way of life, right? And I think people know whether or not they have a more optimistic outlook, or whether they find it really hard to see the positive in situations. And these days, it can be really hard to see the positive in situations. There's a lot of disappointments that come our way through life, through through this pandemic experience, through it all, right? And, you know, I work specifically with my clients to really start understanding and identifying the thoughts that are going through their head and when they're going through their head. You know, the coaching process is is all about forward motion, right? We're not so much focused on the past. We're focused on the present and the future and taking you from where you are to where you want to be. And Mm Within that, right? Of course, we're maybe setting goals. We're talking about desires, you know, what people want for themselves. And through a lot of that, you know, there are limiting beliefs that arise about what we believe is possible for us. And if we want to change our lives, if we want to do, if we want something different, then we have to start doing things differently, right? And that includes thinking about ourselves differently, thinking about what's possible differently, thinking about the world differently. And that doesn't always come easy, but you know, we identify those limiting beliefs. There's a process for really asking ourselves like is that ultimately true? Like that's one of the questions I always ask myself. Is that ultimately true? And Coach does, the answer is always no. It's not ultimately true. Those limiting beliefs are always, always lies. (laughs) Always. Why are there so many lies in our head? I didn't think about that. This is ridiculous. This is not true. But you're battling that. It is. You know, and it's not that, you know, a lot of limiting beliefs come from our upbringing you know, our experiences, the people that we observed, right? They say that your um, a lot of your mindset and, and, and cognitive ability is formed by age seven, actually, right? The influences that you've had up until that point, um, what you've been exposed to. Um, and then also, it's our nervous system. You know, we live in such a stressful world where we have we are more overstimulated than we've ever been before and our nervous system is interpreting these external stressors as life-threatening danger. So we have to, when really it's not, right? You know, so we've got this alarmed nervous system because we have a big presentation at work because we've got to order, you know, pants for our kids' soccer game or like whatever, big soccer players don't even wear pants, but like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like there's all these, there's all of these thoughts going through our brain. Like we're sitting up at night trying to sleep and we've, you know, trying to think about all the things that we need to do tomorrow. We're so caught up in the future or the past that we're actually not in the present. We're still attaching ourselves to 
the stress and the anxiety and the sometimes trauma that we've experienced in the past or that based on the past we're anticipating is going to come to us in the future. So having this chronically alarmed, you know, all the time consistently alarmed nervous system, we're utilizing our resources in our body to like go and send mm-hmm. energy to all the other places. And it's actually taking energy away from our brain. We don't think as clearly. We we don't make good decisions. We can't regulate our emotions. You know, we what? We've got physical responses even, right? Our heart, heart beats, our palms are sweaty. We are not operating optimally because we are so stressed. So if we can get rid of the stress or manage the stress, then we can actually think clearly and manage the thoughts that we're thinking. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things you've talked about with your clients about how to stay present? Because you're right. It's very easy to get caught up in the past and the future. How do we stay in in the now? Yeah. I mean, it is mental. It is realizing, you know, and it's interesting. I have a daughter who's seven and a half and she's asked me a couple times, uh, do you hear a voice in your head? You know, talking about her intuition and that, that voice of, it's really, you know, I've, I've heard it called the seat of self. Um, there's a, Mm. there's a book called the untethered soul, which I'm, you know, it's very popular. Um, and the author Mm. talks about the seat of self. And when I think about that description, I think about almost being inside like this little robot, right. Where you've got all the joysticks and the buttons and like you're driving. Right. And we are responsible for, for that voice, for what that voice says, for what that voice is actually thinking right? So practicing presence is just that. It's practice, right? It's mm-hmm. it's really being able to think intentionally about what you're doing and why you're doing it. And if most of what we're doing is for something in the past or for something in the future, I mean, of course, we have to take action now for some things that need to be done in the future, right? Um I know that myself and some of my clients struggle with which actions to take and when, right? So prioritization, time management, um, those are big parts of staying present. You know, a lot of people Mm -hmm. think they're great at time management, but they're not. (laughs) You know, maybe they have a a planner or a system, so to speak, but they're not using it. They're not using it consistently or they're not being intentional about – their time and the and the like when they need to cut certain things off and move on to the next task. Um, so I mean, staying present is definitely a combination of mindset, of energy, of time management, boundaries, um, and and knowing who you are, right? And and really what yeah. what you want and why. Oh, that's so true. I think having that centeredness mm. around your why. <laughs> excuse me, why brings you back, you know, to, to the present moment. I I know lately for me, it's been breathing, like just stopping to even breathe for a minute. And, um, because I start looking at all these lists for the different businesses and things that I do. And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, wow, what, what, what next? You know, I've got 15 things to choose from. I feel like I know what A versus B versus C is. But before I can go to strategy, it's like, let me just breathe. Stillness. Breathe so I can clear my mind and just be able to, you know, be practical about this. and, And because a lot of it is emotional control you know, I think in, in a heightened state of emotion, it's difficult to make decisions clearly because you're, you know, you're frustrated or um, it's, and it's not a good space mm. for clarity. No, <laughs> so yeah. Your energy being being, is taken away that. from your brain for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that yeah. stillness, meditation, you know, what that can teach us is to be in our bodies, 
right? To really be in tune to how we're feeling. And that's absolutely part of the practice of presence is being able to be in touch with ourselves and know how we're feeling in any given moment. And most of the time, people are just moving so quickly, trying to keep up and do all the things that they're actually missing that. They're disconnected from themselves and they're focused on the external when really the internal has a lot of those answers for you, right? Like you mentioned, it gives you clarity to kind of pause and breathe. Mm. Gosh, yeah, to breathe. And I mean, I'm, I do a lot of yoga. That's what they teach you is stay connected to your breath. Stay connected to you, right? Like how amazing your body is with – it has this natural intelligence built into it. How profound, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and if you can tap into that and and feel that, then what I call, you know, inspired action or I've heard called inspired action will come to you. Those next right moves will come to you if you just take time to be with yourself and be present. Yeah. That intuition. Yeah. In- like your seven-year-old daughter had. And it's amazing because sometimes I think we learn from young people so much because they, I think they're a great example of more presence, probably because there's less directions for them to go. Their past is only this big and there's, they don't have the forethought to know uh, the types of plans that they need to be making for their future. So it's just naturally a little bit easier, but seeing the simplicity of the kinds of questions that they ask is that natural curiosity can kind of keep us in a state of, you know, when we're curious and we ask the right questions, now we're focused on what is at Mm. hand versus, you know, everything in front of us and everything behind us. But I do, you know, want to ask you about an exciting program that you have, which I know you've done, you've done twice before. Mm. And Coming up in February, you have this 90-day transformational program. So um, could you talk about that a little bit Absolutely. I am so excited. Uh, It's the Empowered Resilient Woman program, which is a 90-day transformational group coaching experience. And this program is really about doing things differently doing life differently. It's for women who are really ready to stop stressing, focus, to carve an easier path to success, to embrace their unique evolution as a woman, right? We're not taught how to evolve as people. We're taught how to be like everybody else and to stay the same and to get to a certain point and just that let that be enough. Um, this program is so dynamic. It's going to be, um, it's three months long. Like I said, we're going to have group coaching. There's also some guest coaches from all over the world, from the UK, from Sydney, Australia, who are going to be popping in to add a lot of great content and material. Um, and the main focus is really all around managing our mindset our energy, and our daily strategy, really getting you to a point where you can have a purpose-driven plan and go for it with whatever it might be. Um, And not just that, it's really knowing the tools and the resources for you to be able to come back to whenever you hit a snag or a bump in the road, right? Um, The women who go through this program, they really do experience these magical life-changing shifts, right? With less stress and more ease. They conquer self-doubt. They have more self-confidence. They, you know, end up making bigger moves in their career or starting businesses. Um, They have better relationships. They meet their dream partner. You know, like all of these amazing things end up coming out because they finally get to know who they are on the inside, maybe for the first time ever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's, I mean, can you, I mean, that's, that's gotta be one of the greatest gifts or, and moments of gratification for you to have seen that happen in, in the previous work that you did in 2021, because 
there's times where <clears throat> I often wonder when I know and I meet and encounter, you know, being a coach like you, mm -hmm. people who are maybe not quite ready yet. Because I think when you're ready, you're ready. That's the other thing about yes. this. Like doing a program like this or another one is it is about a personal choice that you are making, that you are investing. It's not someone telling you. It's not, you know, you have to be fully invested in it for you to get the most out of it. But when I see, you know, people who are on the fence of like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I, I have, to, you know, other things that I need to focus on. But it's amazing what I see when people actually prioritize themselves. Yeah. And, and I this is what that's what this is about, right? Yes, yes. Prioritizing yourself and I and same to you to echo what you said about there being this hesitation, right, to invest in ourselves in these new ways. And you know, that that is the reality that if we want something different, we have to do something different. And maybe we're not used to making these investments in ourselves, but you know, our education doesn't stop at, you know, that higher education, college degree, or wherever we land, right? Um I am so, I love, you know, all the certifications and courses and things that are at our fingertips these days. And I think sometimes we overcomplicate it too. We think in our head, oh, I don't know if I have the time for that, or I don't, you know, like, or I don't know how I'm going to make that work with our schedule. Dive in, make it work, right? Like commit to it first and then, you know, build, build the, you know, move around the pieces around this new commitment. It's 90 days. It's temporary. Um, you know, this program particularly is wonderful because there is a self-guided portion. You know, the trainings are video trainings that they receive. There's obviously the, um, they get a digital workbook and they do the reflections on their own time. And then we have these, you know, amazing group coaching calls and this container of sisterhood that really, is so supportive and authentic and you can, and it's also energetic, right? Like you fuel off of other people's energy and mm -hmm. that also just shifts things for you in the daily, right? Just making this one small commitment to yourself. Um, and you know, if people yeah. can't make the group calls, they're all recorded, they're all delivered uh, right to their inbox. So they can rewatch them, they can download them, they can keep them forever. Um, so it's not just a one-time investment and then, you know, wham, bam, it's over. You have this content forever. You have it forever. And you have a community. And you have a community, right? Like I have met some of the most fabulous people through courses that I have taken with other coaches. And they inspire me in a new way. So it is. I encourage people to take a chance on themselves to make this investment. Um, I would love, you know, I'm sure I'll have a couple spots left by the time this airs. So don't be shy. Reach out. Let's have a chat. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by the outcome. I had one, I, well, I've had lots of incredible clients and testimonials, which are on my website most recently, an individual said, Kimberly, you helped me accomplish something in a matter of months that could have taken me years. And that is, that's it. That's, I say this all the time in my social media content and everything. I'm like, take the easier path. Take the path of yeah. least resistance. Make it easy. Make it fun. You can't mess it up. The only way that it's going right. to feel hard and frustrating is when you resist the resources that are around you, which are plentiful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and when you when you invest now, it pays dividends later. Absolutely. You know? Hands down. And that's 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 the key. So, you know, normally I ask this question, you know, towards the end of our time, but it's perfect time to ask now since you mentioned um, you know, the possibility of there still being spots. How do people um uh, sign up, register, you know, find out more about the program to see if it's something that is a good fit. Yeah, sure. Definitely. You can head over to my website, which is encompasscoachingservices.com. And I'm on Instagram, Kimberly.brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E.smith. 
um, always, you know, feel free to DM me, right? I mean, like start a conversation. Don't be shy. On my Instagram, there is a link in my bio, which brings you to my website and all of the quick links for what's happening and what's going on and what's new and what programs are still available. Uh, so yeah, those are probably the best, the two best places. Oh, that's awesome. Makes it easy. Yeah. Your website or Instagram, be able to find out more information um, and information that can transform your life and actually accelerate the plan. For sure. You know, it's like a jump start. you know, to be able to have that intentional focus so you can get even more and farther than doing it alone. And plus, it's not as fun doing things alone. Well, right. You don't have to do it alone. That's also <laughs> something we've pre-programmed that we have to figure things out all by ourselves or that we have to do it on our own to like really feel good about it. No, no. It's so much more fun when you've got people around you. And um, yeah, I mean, that's that's another thing in the program. They get me on Voxer one-on-one. So you've got basically coaching in your back pocket for whenever you need it. You don't have to figure it out by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And there is, you know, I'm in a mastermind and we meet every week and um, the leader of our group, April Garcia. Hello, April. Um, she's always saying the power of us drafting off of each other's success Yes, and, and the stories. And, 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 and a lot of times it is what it is when we're like feeling depleted where somebody in the group can feel like, oh, I don't know about showing up to today's call because I don't, I don't feel that I have as much to bring mm -hmm. in terms of my wins, in terms of my progress with my goals, in terms of the energy to uplift people. But then you find that by showing up, because you're in that state, it's other people's energy that'll bring you back to life of like, oh, okay, I'm glad. It's, it's not always about you know, you, you, it's your contribution, but it's also the learning that you get from other people that help you to have light bulb moments, you know, of, okay, yeah. that's super helpful. It's, and so I love that reciprocity in a group of being of the give and take, because it's, it's you giving as much as it is you receiving. And I think that's just such a beautiful thing to be able to do in community. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Sometimes it's that one small action of showing up for ourselves when we don't feel like it, that mm -hmm. can send things going in a completely new direction and change everything for the better. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to ask you some questions that will help people get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, and in the spirit of us still, still being in January, because pretty soon I'm going to not have to ask this question because we'll be, you know, down the road a little bit further. But I would love to know, um, what is your word of intention mm -hmm. for the year? If you had to choose a word yes. for 2022. What would it be? Or what is it? So I did choose it. Um, and so last year's word was expansion. This year is magnetic. Yeah. That is such a great <laughs> word. Like, yes. Magnetic. magnetic. What I want is a match for me. And, you know, what I desire is a match for me magnetically, you know? Magnetic. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that word so much. Yeah, mine last year was magic. Ooh, I like that. I just wanted that, you know, magic in the different things that I did. Mm. And um, this year it's momentum. Love it. Um, and it's and I do think that we have these profound moments where the word comes to us. It almost sort of chooses us in this kind of universal way. For sure. That's how um, mine came to me. It was me kind of thinking about it because I had posted something on Instagram asking people if they were setting a word of intention. And then people were saying, well, what's your word? And I thought, God, I haven't even thought about that. Like, <laughs> so Yeah. I guess I should do that I guess I as should well. actually do that too. <laughs> so yeah, and it did. It kind of, in a blink of an eye kind of came. So yeah, don't, you don't need to stress out about finding a word. Let it be easy. Let it find you. Let that inspiration just, mm -hmm. you know, bubble up when it does and go with it. Yeah. I, I could not agree more about that. Um, okay. 
what is something on your bucket list? Mm. Something on my bucket list is to go skydiving. And then also, I'm, I love to travel, haven't been doing as much, of course, over these last couple of years, but I have friends in Turkey and Morocco, and so I'm that's on my bucket list and definitely something that I hope to accomplish in 2022. Whoa, that would be really cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Travel. I feel like we all have a dream board that includes that. Yes. Partially because of the limitations that we feel have been placed on us related to yeah. this. So it makes it even more aspirational. But I think you learn so much yeah. in the experience of travel. It's just inspiring. You know, I love and that's that's a great way to be present too. I think I'm always so I'm always extra present when I'm traveling because things are new, because I'm not thinking about home or laundry or like all the mundane things that we have to do. I know that's my nemesis. If that's a question, it's folding laundry. I hate it. (laughs) Why though? It's just one day we'll have some, you know, robot that does that or something. Um, But you're right. I, I, I think the spirit of when you're in, you know, learning mode, you're present because you don't want to miss a beat. You know, you don't want to miss this cultural experience um, to be able to take it all in because you're distracted with, you know, okay, what's going on back home and and all this kind of stuff. So that's, oh, that's so exciting. Okay. So you had talked about working through with clients, self-limiting beliefs. What is a self-limiting belief that you have had to overcome? Hmm. A self-limiting belief. So when I first started my business and as I grow it is like owning a six-figure business, right? And building a six-figure business or beyond, right? Um, Money is an interesting topic and it's something that I've worked with actually an amazing coach this year on is money mindset actually. you know, we have a lot of limiting beliefs around money. And a lot of them come from how we grew up or society, right? We hear more money, more problems. Money is the root of all evil. Like all of these things that like subconsciously, consciously and subconsciously make us have this like resistance and almost like a disgust around money and how, okay, it comes in and then it's gone. Money never stays, right? We have like this, these- It's greed. It's bad. Yeah, it's greedy yeah. or rich people are wealthy or greedy and awful and and mean and, and gosh, no, no, no. So yeah, this year I've faced a lot of those beliefs around what it means to be an empowered, resilient woman who owns a six-figure business and uses her money for good in the world, right? Um, I That's something that I've learned from my coaches that money in the hands of good people does good things. And, and yeah. that's, a, a, that's a message to latch onto, right? That's, and really thinking, and I think a lot of people, no matter what profession they're in, may have some limiting beliefs around what type of income they're able to generate based on their educational background or based on their experience or the industry that they're in. Yeah, those are those can be really powerful. Those can be powerful in holding you back and they can also be really powerful in propelling you forward. Big huge huge stuff. That is that is definitely a breakthrough area for for many and I would say particularly for women. Yes, because there is still there is there is still a, you know a lot wrapped up in views on on women and success and a glass ceiling and you know all this kind of stuff. So, um, I hope that many others can relate to what you just said there. Yeah. Um, okay, what would you say 
is one of your superpowers that you're proud of? Mm. Superpowers. I am a badass baker. <laughs> oh my god. I that is the I can kill it in the kitchen, girl. I really can. <laughs> and Baking is something I think a lot of people don't like because it's very precise, whereas cooking, you can be very much like emotional about like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Whereas like right. with baking, it's it's pure chemistry and science. So, you know, things need to be a little bit more precise. But I actually find... Yeah. If you miss an ingredient, yeah. <laughs> it could be, it could be detrimental. So yeah, I that's a yeah. superpower. I love to bake and give my creations away. Um, and people are always pretty happy with them. So I'm yeah. saying if there was a superpower <laughs> to be proud of, it would be that I'm telling you, you know, that is the way to someone's who heart right like there. <laughs> I'm right. I mean, who doesn't like treats? My daughter says, mommy, they you are, are the just... best baker. You are the best cook and baker. I'm like, well, keep them coming, sister. I'm so glad. <laughs> Right now, that's that talk about being uplifted every day and staying, you know, positive and in the present is just have those compliments. Yeah, she's my life. And, well, and, the, and the, <laughs> yeah, and the thing about it too, you know, going back to somehow sometimes us looking to our youth in our life for for advice and direction is their candor, because I'm pretty sure if she didn't think you were good. At baking, she, you would probably know that too, because that kids are not shy about being honest. Oh, yeah. Like, ah, uh, this this isn't very good. Yeah. Oh, she would say that. She would, she her her little saying when it, when she doesn't like something, mm, not for me. <laughs> oh my gosh, That's so pretty funny. hilarious, right? Like, if you go somewhere to eat at a restaurant or someplace, and if she didn't like it, she would probably say, not say for that. me. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Wow, that's and that's it. Sounds so mature too. It really does, right? Like, I mean, there are these little adults hidden in there, which is hysterical. But yeah, she she enjoys the treats. You know, now that the holidays are over, you know, we're reeling things back in. Um, but yeah, that's definitely one of my superpowers, which I learned from my mom. You know, I always like it was quality time in the kitchen with my mom. She was a single mom, three kids. She worked a lot. She was always stressed, but. She loved to bake. I liked to bake more than my siblings. And so it was time where I really, really got to be with her. So it's precious. Yeah. It's good to share in that. Oh, man, that is amazing. Okay. So if there's a last piece of advice that you would give to anyone listening right now, what, what would that be? Yeah. You don't have to have it all figured out right now. You never have to have it all figured out. Give yourself the space and the time to think about just, – just dream, right? Let yourself dream. I think a lot of people get caught up in the how. Like I don't want to think about that because I don't know how it would possibly happen for me, right? There you go is a limiting belief right there. But we don't have to worry about the how. The how figures itself out. It's – really knowing ourselves and honoring our desires and just giving ourselves that that love, time, and attention that can make all the other pieces come together. Yeah. yeah so clarity really comes from having the courage to ask ourselves the big questions, the, the hard questions, and really hear and listen to what those answers are from ourselves and from our heart. And, and you may surprise yourself, right? And in what you really want. Um, so you don't have to have it all figured yeah. out, but definitely give yourself some, some time and some love and attention because you deserve it. Oh my gosh. The mic has been dropped <laughs> on that. That's so true. <laughs> So true. Like that, I mean, right there. Somehow we do feel like we have to mm -hmm. have things figured out, and you're right. There's too much, that is just to too much undue pressure. Mm, yeah, take the pressure off. Let it be fun. You can't mess it up. You can't. Mm -hmm. Let it be fun. Yeah. 
Well, and, and, and it's, it's the journey. It's enjoying the journey because, you know, when we think back on the things that we might call imperfect or didn't go as planned, you, you laugh at it. It's hilarious. There's things that you're like, oh my gosh, I thought that was the way to do it. But it was so much fun trying to figure it out and, and just, you know, look at how, how, how much you've grown since, you know, you did something in, in some sort of, archaic way or you know whatever it was and then you look and say oh my gosh it's i overcomplicated that way too much oh for sure but you learn yeah we are our we are the biggest barriers we get in our own way we gotta we gotta get out of our own way we gotta learn Mm -hmm. to relax a little bit more so that we can see and think clearly and and learn to have fun, right? I mean, we're attached to this super stressed lifestyle and nobody wants to live like that anymore. And Mm-mm. when we become too attached to the how, then we set our we I think we can set ourselves up for disappointment, which that's a that's a good emotion to learn how to deal with as well because it's a part of life. But things in my experience, things rarely happen the way that you thought they would. The universe or whatever it is that you believe in, laugh at your plans. I mean, they just do. I mean, and and that's why I love what you said earlier about, you know, setting goals, but it's okay that, you know, it's imperfect. It's not like you're going to achieve everything to the T. It's just, it's an intention that you're putting out there, but nearly nothing goes as planned because life isn't that way. Yeah, it's up to you to put the energy out there and it will come back to you in ways you never imagined and maybe some of the ways that you imagined, but you will be surprised pleasantly for sure. Um, But yeah, you got to put it out there. You've got to be willing to do your part. You have to be willing to see things differently and be Mm -hmm. be guided a bit, right? I mean, I think that there is a faith element that I would be remiss for not mentioning in that, you know, we have, we have to put our belief in, in something else beyond ourselves. We are not Mm -hmm. ever controlling. We are not in control of the universe. We are not God. We are not any, you know, so yeah, it's, it's having faith in a higher power and doing your part and then, and then backing off and seeing how things rearrange. Technical difficulties. We, you know, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be current day, present day, talking about being present if we didn't have those things, right? Technical difficulties. But before, before we got cut off, I want, I wanted to just take this last, you know, moment or two um, for you to reiterate how people can connect with you um, just to make sure that we, that we have that. And of course, I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. My website is encompasscoachingservices.com. So E-N-C-O-M-P-A-S-S coachingservices.com. And then I'm on Instagram probably way too much and do a lot of great stuff on there, um, free content and, you know, trainings and all the goods. Um, And my handle is at Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y dot Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E dot Smith. So yeah, hit me up. I would love to chat with y'all. And if you have questions or anything, I mean, head on over to my website. There's a million ways to get in touch. Awesome. Oh, well, this has been an amazing hour of connecting and, and just really getting refocused on, on the things that are going to propel us forward. And, and really that is our mindset and our energy and daily strategy like you talked about. It's such a great reminder. And I'm so incredibly grateful for the work that you do every day, Kimberly. It's amazing. Thank you, Coach Daz. Thank you for having me. It's been awesome to connect with you. I feel like we could have just gone on and on and on. But yes, thank you. Um, It's great to be here. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Magnetic. I love Kimberly's word for the year. There is so much power in the word magnetic. I want to leave you in this episode with questions related to 
Kimberly's approach to getting in the zone that allows you to prosper and flourish in the name of achieving your dreams. She mentioned three things, mindset, and then second to that, she mentioned energy, and then it is daily strategy. Mindset, energy, and daily strategy. What are you doing to achieve a mindset that allows you to persevere and stay positive and to be innovative like she talked about? That would be a great question for you to reflect on and do some writing about. Energy. What are you doing to manage your energy for good? Are you feeling fueled? Are you feeling depleted by the things that you are choosing each day? The information that you consume, the sources you consume it from, the communities that you choose to engage in, the circle that you're in, the five people that you spend the most time with, those are all sources of what can take away or give you the energy that you need to succeed. And then finally, what is your daily strategy? So that brings all of it together in terms of the balance that we're all striving for. Do you have the right routine in place to help you be successful at an execute? Are you prioritizing the things that you need to do to fill your cup up, whether that is exercise, meditation, journaling, calendaring, scheduling, any of those things in order for you to then give the best version of yourself to the world and fulfill the tasks and wear all the hats that you wear? What is your daily strategy? I love that couple of simple reflection questions for you. Write them down. I think when we write things down, it makes it real and it gives us a sense of commitment to where we are in the world. It brings us to the present and it helps us to have clarity about how we're moving forward. I hope that you got a lot out of this episode as we are closing the month of January. Can you believe it? We are already going to be heading into the second month of 2022. I hope you are all doing well and already prospering. Just remember that you are your only limit. So take action today. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Be sure to continue sharing. The only way that we are going to gain momentum, which is my word for 2022, is by sharing this podcast, this platform with other people who need inspiration, who need to be reminded that they have a unbreakable spirit. Let them know about your favorite episode. Let them know about the platform. I encourage you to rate and review. That helps to get more publicity out there about the show. I appreciate you. Feel free to reach out anytime des at bornunbreakable.com or you can send a DM to Born Unbreakable on Instagram. Thank you so much. And I can't wait for you to tune in to the next episode.